Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. And with today's discussion, we reach the halfway point in our special podcast series on bankruptcy. Uh, and we're going to switch our attention over to Chapter 13 filings. Uh, we've touched on them a little bit, but not in, in any great detail. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell, and certainly want to welcome you all back to the Bankruptcy Solutions Series here on Chicago's Legal Latte. Back with me again today for another conversation is Timothy Hughes, uh, of course, a shareholder at Lavelle Law. Um, he provides over three decades of bankruptcy law experience and has been uh, really the leading contributor to this special series. So great to have him back. Good afternoon, Tim. How are you doing today? Good, Jim. Thanks for having me again. Always a pleasure talking with you on the show. Now, today, as I said, we're going to we're going to focus on 13, and let's start with the area that I assume is most concerned to people who are facing bankruptcy as an option, and that's keeping their home. We want to walk through that process, but can you first of all sort of define the foreclosure process that people might face when they're you know faced with a bankruptcy uh, option? Sure. Uh, a lot of times when I talk to people about, you know, their house and everything, they say, well, I don't own it, the bank owns it. And that's not true. Uh, when somebody or, uh, or a couple buys a house, they're buying the house. It's just that they're buying the house typically with a large chunk of the bank's money, and that bank has a security interest in the house. And that security interest is uh, just a way for the bank to protect its investment. And should the homeowners, keyword there, owners, default on their note and mortgage obligation, then the bank has to start a foreclosure. But uh, they have to follow the Illinois Foreclosure Act to divest that homeowner of their property. So foreclosure is a specific type of lawsuit to allow a bank or a lender to go after its collateral, typically an individual's house. And, and again, not to get too carried away on foreclosure, but just in general, that tends to be a fairly long process, doesn't it? Yes. In the old days, it was semi-quick, uh, old days being pre-Great uh, Recession of 2008, that uh, the Illinois for or the Illinois Mortgage Foreclosure Act provides for a judicial sale not to occur or to occur the later of two dates, uh, seven months from um, service of the service or publication of the complaint or three months from the entry of a judgment. Uh, since the Great Recession, courts have been backlogged and it takes well over a year for a foreclosure to uh, go to a judicial sale, which is the end of the foreclosure. And that judicial sale is a, a term we want to talk about a little bit. And even with that 7, 12, or even longer month timeline, does filing for bankruptcy uh, kind of extend that timeline or help prevent it in any way? Yes. Uh, when an individual or a couple uh, files for bankruptcy, they get protection immediately. It's called the automatic stay, and it's effective 
the second the individual or couple file for bankruptcy. And if it's a husband and wife on title, husband and wife being sued in foreclosure, only one of them has to file bankruptcy to stop that proceeding. Uh, the state court judge or the federal court judge in a mortgage foreclosure has to stop once that bankruptcy case has been filed. And um, as that works its way through, then, does that simply stop the foreclosure? Does it postpone it, or is that then part of what gets sorted out in the bankruptcy? Well, uh, the two types of bankruptcies, uh, 7 and 13, uh, 7 is a liquidation, the uh, Chapter 7 slows down the foreclosure by about maybe um, 45 or 60 days, usually uh, uh, enough of a time for the Chapter 7 trustee to determine whether there's equity for the bankruptcy estate to try to sell the property. But uh, where a foreclosure gets delayed the longest is in the Chapter 13, and that's where a individual or a couple are trying to cure the mortgage arrears, that the bank had to file the mortgage foreclosure after 10 missed months of mortgage payments, and as you can imagine, trying to catch up on 10 months of mortgage uh, uh, payments, if it's 3000 a month, 30000 in one fell swoop is pretty impossible. But in a Chapter 13, that couple or individual takes that 30000 of mortgage arrears and spreads it out over a five-year or 60-month period. So, in effect, they're paying $500 a month to cure that 30000 arrears. And if they cure that arrears, then the foreclosure would be uh, dismissed. Now, I'll make an assumption here, and you can certainly correct me if I'm if I'm incorrect, but I assume if there's individuals or couples that are experiencing financial problems and have had those ongoing for a while, one of the things they might have done was taken out a second mortgage or maybe a home equity line of credit um, to try and you know get some money back out. If those exist, does that complicate the bankruptcy process? It does, and uh, bankruptcy, a Chapter 13, may be able to help that homeowner. Um, if they took out that second mortgage or HELOC, HELOC being the home equity line of credit, which is, in effect, a type of a second mortgage, um, and there's no equity that is attached uh, to that second mortgage, then the homeowner could ask the bankruptcy judge uh, through a, uh, a motion to have that second mortgage treated as an unsecured debt and maybe pay $0.10 cents on the dollar, and at the successful completion, and that's the key, successful completion of the Chapter 13 with the entry of a discharge, then that secured second mortgage or HELOC would be um, required to be removed as a lien from the property. So a Chapter 13 could be a powerful tool in knocking out that second mortgage. If there's equity, though, then it does complicate it in that now not only is there a mortgage arrears balance on the first mortgage, but maybe the second one has a balance due that has to be cured. Um, or uh, occasionally maybe a HELOC is going to be expiring in a month's time and the bank doesn't want to renegotiate that. 
uh, bankruptcy filed prior to the expiration of that HELOC could then give the homeowners another 60 months to pay off that HELOC. Interesting. So we're um, certainly getting a, a good look at some of the Chapter 13 behavior today as opposed to Chapter 7 discussions we've had in recent weeks. Um, what about, again, under a Chapter 13, uh, other secured creditors? You've, you've talked to us about uh, you know, the note holder on a car loan, for an example. Are, um, are those secured creditors handled differently in a Chapter 13 as well? Uh, well, they're secured, so they're, they have a right to their collateral. And in the 13, uh, the individual or again couple could say, well, my car note goes for 72 months and the Chapter 13 is only going for 36 to 60 months, so I want to pay that car note directly to my lender. If the car note is shorter than the life of the Chapter 13 plan, less than 60 months or 36, then that uh, vehicle note has to be paid inside the plan and typically uh, at a little higher rate so that uh, the individual could save interest charges and then uh, the guys last in line, the general unsecured creditors, would get paid only after the car note or notes are paid in full. Um, a couple more things we're going to get into today with Attorney Tim Hughes, uh, shareholder at LaBelle Law, one of the individuals who's uh, helped build that firm, which now includes over 30 attorneys. Um, great background in matters related to taxes and bankruptcy, and for the past several weeks, uh, Tim's been sharing his knowledge on our Bankruptcy Solutions podcast series. Uh, learn more about Tim uh, and all the work he, he does by visiting LaBelleLaw.com. Uh, plenty of information there, including lots of uh, great articles, podcasts, videos that, that Tim has contributed. Um, now, last week, Tim, I was talking to Ted McGinn uh, from your firm. We talked about priority debts, uh, again, looking at Chapter 7. Is there a sort of a priority debt uh, order in a, in a Chapter 13 as well? Yeah, the classification of priority is the same for 7 or 13, so... In a 13, priority creditors have to be paid in full, so that can sometimes complicate a uh, uh, party's possibility of successfully completing a 13 if there's a large IRS tax debt or uh, Illinois Department of Revenue priority debts typically being uh, recent um, income tax or trust fund recovery or sales tax that would uh, not be dischargeable. And that liability would have to be paid off in the 36 to 60 months of a Chapter 13 plan. And, and so far we've talked a lot about physical assets, houses, cars, things of that sort. Um, what about personal things? Uh, there, there may be alimony or child support uh, payments that are involved because the uh, Bankruptcy, there may be a divorce or other situation. Uh, where do those responsibilities fall in a Chapter 13? Uh, those would be a, kind of akin to the priority tax debts, that, uh, that domestic support obligation, as we bankruptcy attorneys call that alimony, child support, maintenance, uh, has to, again, be full paid uh, by the debtor during the 36 or 60 months of the Chapter 13. Uh, there's no reduction in the uh, amount unless if it's reduced by the state court judge that entered that domestic support out 
or domestic support obligation, the alimony support, child support maintenance uh, order. And then finally, you know, one of the things you've, you've talked about, certain requirements, eligibility in, in different uh, bankruptcy scenarios. Um, are, are there any related to a 13, maybe, you know, the amount of, of debt that a person has or other requirements that may limit uh, or make them great candidates for a 13? Uh, yeah, there are limits to a 13, and today's discussion has been uh, 13 compared to a 7, the liquidation. Uh, but if an individual or a couple has too much debt, and we'll explain too much debt in a minute since we only have a couple, uh, <laughs> otherwise they would be forced to go into a Chapter 11 which uh, is a kind of magnified or uh, Chapter 13 on steroids. Uh, the debt limit for a Chapter 13 is secured debt is just over a million and a quarter, uh, $1,257,850 uh, for those taking notes at home, and for unsecured debt, just over 400000 or $419,275. So you can see there's quite a bit of uh, uh, uh uh, limitation on somebody who may have had a business where they guaranteed certain obligations of the business that cause, may have closed, but the personal guarantees of the landlord or the major supplier, the SBA loan, survive, or there could be uh, considerable tax debt that triggers uh, somebody exceeding that 419000 of unsecured debt or the 1.25 of uh, secured debt. Um, well, Tim, we're trying to do a very thorough job in the seven parts series to kind of give information about bankruptcy, but uh, a lot of it can come at people pretty quick. Uh, they're usually in very stressful situations. If they really just need to have a conversation, what's the best way to get a hold of you or your peers, and um, should they just be prepared to come in and have a conversation to get information from you? Yes, we provide a free initial consultation, so they should call 847-705-7555 and ask for me, and we'll set up a uh, free initial consultation either in the office in Schomburg or if uh, because of COVID-19 they want to uh, have that initial meeting via phone, Zoom, we can work on that as well. It's whatever they feel comfortable with, but want to make sure they understand their case, uh, both as to what could uh, be the results of the 7 or 13, as well as their obligations to uh, needed to complete the 7 or 13. Excellent. Well, thank you, Tim Hughes. Appreciate you being here as always. We'll be back. We'll continue our series next week. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs>